Thank you for tuning in to Shop Small ILM, where we showcase locally owned businesses from the Cape Fear region. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, leave us a rating, and share with your friends. Today on Shop Small ILM, we've got Jeff Moss with College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving. Jeff is a U.S. Army veteran, a Bronze Star recipient during Operation Desert Storm, an active airplane and helicopter pilot. Furthermore, he's the chairman of the board of directors for the North Brunswick Chamber of Commerce. Jeff, it's an impressive resume. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, you know, if coming from a small peanut farm in Plains, Georgia, there aren't, there aren't a lot of folks that have done some of that stuff. I but bet not. We did produce a president of the United States. So, yeah. you know, anything I've done always will pale in comparison to that, that office. Okay. You know, so, when he swore me into the office, this is kind of funny, because, you know, he's in hospice right now. Yeah. President Carter we're talking about. When he swore me in, he, you know, gave me the oath of office to become an Army officer, and he said, I went from lieutenant to lieutenant JG to commander-in-chief of all the armed forces. So, a slight promotion, right? Just a and slight. everybody broke out laughing, because it was true. Yeah. It was absolutely true. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's a tough shadow to to be in yeah I'll, I'll never never equate anything close to that <laughs> well we appreciate your service thank so. you um so tell us a little bit about college hunks and and you know what sets you guys apart sure well first of all i got into this i never saw myself in this role i was downsized out of corporate america and a friend of mine owned a, lo- a location down in atlanta georgia and we had worked together in corporate america so okay I didn't, I didn't see this as happening in my life, but when I talked to my friend, I asked him if we were going to start, you know, we're going to go broke doing this. And he said, no, but that's not, you're going to love it. And that's not why. And I thought, well, what in the world, you know, what's glamorous? I mean, what kid ever woke up in the middle of the night and said, you know, I don't want to be an astronaut. I want to be a junk hauler or on a moving company. He said, you're going to love it because building leaders is one of our core values. And I've been watching okay. you do this for over 20 years. Yeah. And it is the most gratifying thing in the world to uh, work with young men, young women, and show them things that they honestly have not been exposed to in a lot of cases. You know, Yeah. they didn't come up the way I did. An intact family home, mom and dad are still married. 70 plus years, you know, into the thing. Yeah. So it's been a very gratifying thing for me. Uh, we do full service moving, local, interstate, long distance, interstate, okay. which would be anywhere in the state of North Carolina. Anything related to moving, we do it. On the hauling side, you know, we like to say one person's junk's another man's treasure. Yeah. So a very eco-friendly business. You know, we try to repurpose most anything we get. We try to stay out of the landfill okay. as much as we can. So we like to call unwanted items. Yeah. You know, things you don't want anymore, clutter. Um, if you can't get your car in the garage, you know, we're a perfect company to contact, to come out. Two hunks show up and everybody wondered, well, hunks, they must be strong and strack. Well, no, hunks is an acronym. Okay. for honest, uniform, nice, knowledgeable service. Okay. So I would like to make that clear to clients right off the gate if you're, if you're thinking, and some of them are by yeah. definition of what you might think hunks. Yeah. But they're, they're just young men looking to work and looking to put forth the effort, but they're always going to be ready to do the things you're not willing to do. That's the difference. So anybody could clean up their garage, yeah. but you really don't want to be worrying with repurposing that stuff, getting rid of it. And you sure don't want to go to the landfill. No, that, there's nothing fun about that. Not at all. No. 
you said one of your core values was building leaders. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome that you got to kind of continue. I'm assuming that's what you did a lot in the military. Absolutely. So um, that's nice that you get to continue to do that every day. Well, I just I think it's a it's a blessing from God to be yeah. put in position to be able to uh, be what we often call an influence leader. Yeah. You know, somebody that's a servant leader and trying to help these folks develop and grow. It's been very gratifying. To, to see young men, even kids that, uh, frankly, were coming out of UNCW. Yeah. I've had three UNCW graduates. They were working with us in school. Okay. They came to work. I helped them develop resumes. I helped them develop skills. And they're grown and, and they moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. That's, you know, we're, we're kind of on the front line of yeah. that. You know, trying to teach them responsibility, accountability, service pro- providing, uh, you know, in terms of, how to treat customers, how to work with customers, how to greet them, yeah. how to honor them, you know, for picking you to do a job. I mean, it's a lost art. The main thing I hear from people, from clients is they're shocked that our young men are so respectful. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have it any other way, Devin. I mean, that, I'm sure you wouldn't put up with it with your employees. No. It, it, being respectful and having a great attitude, we all have complete control of that. Yeah. And sometimes we don't perform that way. I always tell people we aren't perfect. I would never sit down in an interview like this and go, yeah, we're perfect. But Lombardi said if you chase perfection, you might actually catch excellence. So if we start out the gate trying to be perfect, you know, we can probably do a better job than most any other company that does not. Yeah, definitely approaching it um, intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's complete intentionality. Yeah. From the, from the time you start to the time you end. Yeah, absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit more about your eco-friendly junk removal? Because that, that sounds like a interesting way to handle that because yeah, with our business, I go to the dump more than I care to. Yeah. Um, so that's a disgusting process. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's not only disgusting, it's costly. Right? Yeah. So it yeah. increases your cost of doing business. And if things deserve to go to the landfill, they should. But, I mean, we just got a letter from New Hanover this week. I mean, the landfill is filling up, you know, and it could be from the growth population, but they're projecting that there will be a point when we run out of space out there at the landfill. So companies like mine, you know, have an accountability to try to work with New Hanover County, Brunswick County, Pender County, all the locations where uh, we provide service to try to repurpose things. So, for example... Um, I know that Brooke is very involved with Warm. Yeah. You know, if we've got things we pick up that we know Warm needs, we will call them and try to get it to them. Okay. Uh, we work with a number of, of organizations, not-for-profits in the area, yeah. to find out from them what they need, all the way down to high schools. So as okay. an example, I've got a friend that works with North Brunswick High School, and we picked up a bunch of brand-new clothing the other day. He used some of it. And this was a clean out of a business that went out of business and we had to go in and remove all of these things. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of companies just haul that straight to the dump and be done with it. We repurposed 100% of that, donating it to, um, not you know, not-for-profit yeah. uh, needs organizations here in the area that could give that stuff away. Shoes. Yeah. I mean, there were shoes, sweatpants, everything still brand new and packages. Wow. And you don't just go take the easy route. No. So we brought it back to the warehouse. We had to load it back up on trucks. We had to send trucks to these charitable organizations. And I wish it always worked that way and that smoothly. 
Um, but it doesn't. Yeah. Some things you just can't get rid of. I mean, big challenges, mattresses and box springs. That's why yeah. you see them on the side of the road. Yeah. It's a pain to get them to the landfill. They actually charge you more for them because they take up so much room. Yeah. Right? So even an individual trying to get rid of a box spring or mattress. Well, we found an organization that if we believe uh, the, the mattress or box springs is in good shape, they'll take it. So they're okay. holding that stuff for the next hurricane. Yeah. That's, that's part of just being eco-friendly yeah. and trying to, to work with the environment. And it's a win-win. Yeah, definitely. That's it's awesome when it works out like the clothing situation, but also, you know, just kind of like you said, being stewards, doing right. our part, keeping the landfill as, as uh, underutilized as possible. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, but it, it gets into the, there are so many things that I know you guys probably deal with, with uh, vent ninjas and with salt air. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are people that, that will do jobs maybe for less money. Yeah. Well, first of all, are they licensed, insured, bonded? Yeah. Do they, do they have workers' comp? But second of all, how do they approach their business? Yeah. Are they eco-friendly? Do, do they actually even think about that? Yeah. With us, it's a given. Yes, we do, and yes, we care, and yes, we try. Yeah. But consumers need to consider all of those factors when yeah. they're hiring anybody to do work for them. Definitely. They, they should be thinking about the environment, thinking about the community, and think about the value companies bring to their community. Yeah. And, and I know you guys are highly involved in the community. Can you tell us kind of about some of the some of the charities or organizations that you work with? Well, we try hard. You can't be all things to all people. But two yeah. charities that are two organizations, any veterans organization is close to my heart. Absolutely. Um, especially like Folds of Honor. Okay. You know, we work with Folds of Honor quite a bit. And my, I've got a special needs adult daughter, as you know. Yeah. So she was a Make-A-Wish child. So I've done a lot of work with Make-A-Wish and donated, uh, even helping them deliver, you know, Make-A-Wish things. Like okay. a kid wanted a new bedroom suit. Yeah. So we were happy to send, you know, go pick it up, go and Make-A-Wish, have a couple of hunts, take and set up the, the child's bedroom and do those sorts of things. So that's very gratifying. Yeah. Um, we also, during COVID, started cleaning up a highway down in um, Bruns- South Brunswick County, okay. Middleton Road, the approach to Oak Island. Yeah. It is it is a four-lane road with a median. And right now, if you go look at it, we've had three you know cleanups canceled because of rain. Yeah. But I knew I couldn't have my company sustain that, but I could certainly support it, provide the equipment needed. And I developed a group of volunteers, so we called them the Huck Squad. So we okay. got 200 volunteers on an email distribution list. Wow. And when I want to do a cleanup of Middleton Road, I put it out on Facebook, I send out an email. At least 50 generally show up, and we spend about two hours out there. And it's not uncommon on that four-mile stretch of road to pick up 70 to 100 bags of garbage. And I promise you, if we were to go clean it up right now, there's probably 80 bags of garbage yeah. on that road right now. Blowing out of the backs of trucks, construction debris. Yeah. It's it's a shame. There are too many companies, as I mentioned, they don't do it right. Yeah. You know, if you've got anything in the back of a truck or a hauler, it should be tarped. Yeah, they're not tarping loads. They're not tarping and, yeah. loads. Construction guys are notorious for eating lunch, going to Mickey Days, throwing the bag in the back of the truck, and then going down the road, it's going to wind up on the side of the road. Yeah. I can't tell you how much flex duck I see on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Flex duck, I mean, yeah, the HVAC kind of be loose yeah. every now and then. Yeah. But it, it costs the business owner money. 
Call, and, it, and it makes a mess of the environment, right? Yeah, yeah. Costs money, it makes a mess of the environment, and it's just overall unsightly. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. It's a lose-lose. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you touched on, uh, before we kind of got to that, uh, about the licensing piece and you know of, of operating a company. And I didn't realize that until I met you yeah. that it's not just loading up a truck and and taking it the next state over or the across the country there's there's actually a regulation Absolutely. regulatory piece we're, to it we are movers are regulated by the north carolina utilities commission okay. so that's a big difference so we have to pay fees for that we're required to carry certain levels of insurance and perform to certain levels uh, based on that so any licensed mover will have what's called an ncuc number north carolina utilities commission and a number and they have a website so you can double back so i can't compete with an unlicensed mover no, no way nobody can compete with anybody that's not insured carrying workers comp and doing all the things that are required by regulations by regulated business like moving yeah you can't compete there so we tell consumers all the time that step number one there are a lot of great movers in the cape fear region you know yeah. we work with them and interact with them frequently they're licensed, they're insured, and they have an NCUC number. We won't get every job. We couldn't handle every job. But if you don't hire us, if you don't hire College Hunks Moving, at least hire a licensed mover. Yeah. Because you're putting yourself at risk when you don't. Yeah. Hugely. So that's just something to take away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now what are some other um, pointers or um, things that people should maybe steer clear from when when trying to move intrastate or across the country? Sure. Well, you know, there, there are move brokers out there, and okay. they're, all, they're, on the, uh, they're on the Internet all the time on Facebook and other mediums talking about how they get the, the cheapest deals. Yeah. Well, they do, and we recently saw a report here in Wilmington of a guy that moved here, lost all of his stuff, went into storage, never found it all. It was a brokered move. So the brokers are done. Once they broker the move and they find a carrier – put it with them, they step out of the picture, they're done. So I'm not a real fan of broke. And in fact, I will not accept a move that's been brokered. Okay? okay. I like to deal with people that have dealt straight with us and it's more expensive to use a local mover for an interstate move, but the consistency is you have your own truck, your own crew. Yeah. So the same crew that loads you is taking you and unloading you. The big movers can operate in a less expensive manner because the only consistent person is the driver of the truck. Okay. So they come in and then they basically rent labor for the day, day labor, yeah. to unload the truck or to help them load it and do that sort of thing. So you can notice that yeah. if you see a big 18-wheeler. If it's a local mover, same crew generally, same truck. And you know where your stuff is. So we use Samsara. We always know where our trucks are. Yeah. We know to the minute where they are. We know how they're driving. We can see the crews. We know everything going on with the shipper's property. Yeah. That isn't necessarily true across the board. And this recent investigation that was on, I think, WECT yeah. told, told that story. And people think it always happens to, you know, the next guy yeah. until it happens to you. I'm sure that there, there are probably HVAC people out there that aren't licensed, go do jobs and yeah. make the whole industry look bad. Definitely deal with that from time to time. So now you, you do a lot more than 
just residential moving. Um, I know we've utilized your commercial services. So w- what all do you offer to the commercial segment as well? Essentially anything they need. You know, huh. on, the, on the junk side, I, I just want to talk to real estate agents real quickly. Okay. You know, they're trying to get to closure. You yeah. know, they've got a closing today at 3 o'clock. The, there's always a walkthrough before closing, and they typically will get to a location, and the person that's moved out is left debris. We actually prioritize real estate agents. So if you find yourself in that situation, you call my office, get Tiffany on the phone, 910-769-3757. Tell her you're a real estate agent with a closing coming up. We try to push you to the front of the pile, so to speak, to go get that situation rectified so the closing can happen. Commercial's no different. You know, we work for a lot of commercial companies. As I mentioned, we did a clean out recently where all those that clothing and shoes yeah. and things that was a commercial clean out so they're handled very differently in terms of a residential uh, move yeah for commercial it's not regulated but we okay. still treat it like it is so yeah. we treated you no differently than we would a residential move the thing that's interesting uh, with my background being a helicopter pilot and army and uh, growing up on a farm, you know, I've got a lot of skills that have been acquired, so I can usually <laughs> figure something out. And with one of your pieces of equipment, we actually, you and I had to collaborate yeah. to figure out how to get this thing on a truck or trailer yeah. and get it moved. And we've now done it, I think, three times. Three, yeah. I don't know that I ever want to see that sheet metal, <laughs> sheet metal vendor again, but you know, we, yeah. we figure out how to get it done. And I've got some really good employees that have been with me. Yeah. For the entire time we've been open, and it's been phenomenal. You yeah. Because your moves, I mean, you rehired us. I yeah. guess you were happy. Yeah, we were happy. That's great. So <laughs> I we're was ready for you the next time. I was impressed. You, know, you do a lot of the stuff that like we do in a residential application. You know, putting floor protection down and and protecting the walls and you know stuff that the little things that nobody thinks are a big deal until somebody leaves your place of business or your house and the entire corridor scuffed up or the floors trashed and you know yeah. um i wish i could say we were perfect in that regard but, too. yeah moving furniture is hard work but we do everything possible to try to safeguard the customer's property yeah which includes their home unfortunately sometimes you can lose grip on a piece of furniture and it can uh, shift on you know things happen but it shouldn't be because we didn't do the right things to yeah. try to prevent it. Yeah. So from prepping furniture, prepping the home, mm-hmm. um, I will tell you that in the, in the building leader's perspective, I've taught these guys how airplane pilot, helicopter pilots think. Okay. And it usually starts with what can go wrong. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. When you're in a big intersection and the light turns green, do you just stomp on the fuel? Absolutely not. What do you do? Wait and look both ways. You better believe it because <laughs> you've seen T-bones, right? Yeah. That, it doesn't mean just because the green you got the green light, you hit the gas and yeah. go. You've got to you've got to be safe. So I always tell them, you know, we need to start with what can go wrong. Yeah. And I and I believe whether it's your business or mine or anything you do every day, that's the first thought you ought to have because you know what can go right. I'm yeah. going to got the green line. I'm going to pull through the intersection. Nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're not in the mind of the other guy that's on his phone or texting. Yeah. That ran the red light, and now where are you? Heck, so, I, heck, you look both ways on a one-way street anymore. Well, look at it this <laughs> way. Right now, runway incursions is a big deal. We've heard yeah. it on the news for four months. No sane pilot 
takes the clearance from the tower, you're cleared for takeoff and just taxis onto the runway and go. We all look right and left, just like you did at that red light, yeah. to make sure they're a plane on final approach that's gonna land on top of us yeah. before we take the active runway. So that kind of thinking is ingrained through a checklist mentality. Yeah. We need to follow policy procedure go forward. Frankly, that's why we've got so many Google reviews like we have. Yeah. I don't know if you know, we, we are the most reviewed Google company, mover and hauler in the entire Cape Fear region. And we are ahead of a 10 year company. We've been open five, yeah. 10 year companies and we're three to 400 reviews ahead of them with a 4.9 rating. You beat me to it because you have over 1,250. We do. And, yeah. it, and, you know, that didn't come easy. No, it that, doesn't. That has to be from consistent performance from our from our hunks. Yeah. And we coach it, we expect it, and talk about it every single day. Yeah. Every single day. Complete intentionality. Yeah. Back to that for yes. sure. Um, so now, if anybody wants to reach out to you for, for moving services or hauling junk. Right. Uh, what's the best way for them to uh, do that? I really like for them to call my local office. Okay. The, the numbers on our trucks are the call center. Okay. Everybody's got a call center anymore, yeah. but if you call my local office, it's 910-769-3757. Okay. You can visit us at collegehunks.com. You put in the zip code where you want service, and it'll automatically uh, get you to online booking so okay. that you can get to us direct. Those are the preferred methodologies, and okay. we're working on... Currently a five-digit code that's okay. going to make it very easy for customers to contact us as well. That, okay. that news is to come. Okay, good deal. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Um, Jeff, so the one thing I like to ask everybody that comes on is what business advice would you have for uh, a new or aspiring to be entrepreneur? Well, first of all, and I'm proof of it, you know, you can do it. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a good business plan and you're filling a void, and finding a niche where you can solve a problem. So yeah. I really picked it up on the Shark Tank. You know, a lot of people build a product and then build a company around the product. Yeah. Uh, I think Jerzevec said on Shark Tank one time is, you need to find a need, develop a solution, and then build a company around the solution. Yeah. So I mean, that's a step one. Step two is have confidence and look at your past performance. Past performance is always a predictor of future results. So if you've always been somebody that worked hard, was willing to grind, and understand that that's what it is about being a business owner, yeah, those are some of the key ingredients. But don't just go willy-nilly hang a shingle. Yeah, Investigate the opportunity and make sure that there's a good fit. And then just be prepared for the school of hard knocks. Uh, I, you know, I worked for a worked for a boss one time, and, and she would always say, "You can't deposit like and like and love." I can okay. like you, I can love you, but if we're not making money, I can't pay you, right? Yeah. Because I can't deposit like and love. Well, that same person would also say that you know you can do anything you set your mind to if you're willing to put the effort into it and work really hard. Yeah. It takes a lot of guts to sign the front of a check. Yeah. That's the thing that I think, you know, for small business owners and people that are wanting to be an entrepreneur, who you've been signing the back of a check to deposit it most of your life, get ready to sign the front of it. But with that thought, I will, I will add this. You deserve everything you get in terms of reward for being willing to take that incredible risk yeah. to be the signer of the front of a check. And to have W-2 employees working for you 
and to be building a business. Yeah. You got to you've got to really be proud of yourself for what you've done and accomplished. And I would say that to you and Brooke yeah. about Salt Air. It it makes my heart jump when I see your vehicles out in the community. And yeah. I know that you started like I did from one truck. Yeah. And now you've got people tell me all the time I see your trucks everywhere. <laughs> All I can think about is the amount of diesel they're burning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, hey, and the maintenance and all of that. Yeah. But, but I will admit that when I see my trucks out, when I'm just randomly somewhere, yeah. and, and it happens to me almost every day now yeah. that I see my trucks, and that's very gratifying. Yeah. Still warms your heart. It I, does. I it makes you feel like you've done something. Yeah. Awesome. That's great advice. So, Jeff, I really appreciate you being on the show. I'm thankful that you guys thought enough of me to ask me. So if you're looking for professional and eco-friendly moving and junk removal services, reach out to veteran-owned business, College Hunks, hauling junk and moving for the best of the best. Thanks for joining us on Shop Small Island, powered by Salt Air Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe so you get updated when new episodes are released.